I do. And I don't. Well, I do and I don't show can finally get a discount at Swiss Chalet. Are we a senior? Is 60 senior or 65? Oh, it's 65. Ah, well, let's save that joke for five episodes from now. Okay. But we are getting old. Um, we're 60 episodes old. Speak for yourself. <laughs> I'm a perky, fun 60-year-old episode I am 100% going to be a perky, fun 60-year-old. That is definitely in my life plan. Well, you'd have to be because you'll still be single. <laughs> no doubt. I will still be single. At this point, you'd be, you know, skewing. Well, you always skew younger. I do. Um, as do I. I don't have to, though. I'm not set in that. I'm I just if you start skewing older, what are the 80-year-olds? When I'm 60, yeah, or I guess I would have to. By 60, I'll have to for sure skew younger. Yeah. But right now, like in terms of dating, I would be open to dating someone older than me, but they have to take care of themselves and they have to still be like cool. When you're 60, you'll be a gilf. A gilf? A grandma? I'd like to <laughs> Is that a thing? Yeah, don't no doubt. There's something for everyone on the internet, isn't there? Mm-hmm. What the heck is this podcast, Joel? It's just a podcast about aging. <laughs> we, we give uh, aging tips. So Oil of Olay, uh, for instance, has a great cream, anti-aging cream. Um, Cameron, can you look it up? It's a derma something or I'm other. I'm not. I, I don't so, use those kinds of products. But we talk about this stuff and try to... We don't use it, but we talk about it. I drink a lot of water. That's how I stay young. I... Fuck younger men, so that's how I yeah, stay. Young. You're only as young as the man that you're. That's inside you. That, that old, is that true? That old saying. That that's a, that's an old the saying. The saying is that you're only as young as the woman you feel. Uh, <laughs> I haven't felt a woman in a while. Yeah, so maybe, maybe that's my 2021 plan. Get on that dating chicks. You know, you we, we last year we were talking about how you um, were trying to have casual sex. Can maybe you, try to have casual sex with a with lady. women. Casual sex with women, 2021. I'm coming for you. Do you think, let me ask you this question. This is, this is, and this is what we do in the podcast. We ask random questions of each other. Let me ask you this random question of each other. Yes. Um, you know how I would say predominantly when women sleep with men, they're usually interested in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Typically. Yeah. And oftentimes that will build a connection and they'll, you know, try to have a relationship and sometimes be frustrated when the man doesn't want to have that relationship. This is generically like big, of course, some women want to just get their rocks off. Yeah. Right. And some men, of course, as well, want to be in relationships. It goes both ways. But anyway, so do you think in the lesbian community, there's more general, like random hookup stuff going on? In the lesbian community, I would... Lesbian, bisexual, like girl they're not on the girl same. action? They're not the okay. same. So, so I you would, think bisexual maybe? I think in the bi community, there's probably less expectation of a relationship. Because it's experimental? Sometimes it is, but also like sometimes your bisexual tendencies manifest in like enjoying the sexual encounter, but not really knowing... Enjoying it as a sexual encounter, but knowing that you need different body parts for a longer commitment. Mm. You need a man in your life, but you some, do enjoy vaginas. Yeah, some bisexuals, that's exactly how they identify. Oh, interesting. So that would uh, then those would be casual hookups. They could be. And of course, can you speak to the lesbian one? Or is that just, no, we I don't, don't have a generalization for I, that? I don't, 
I can't speak to the lesbian community. Can we get some lesbo? <laughs> I mean, my bisexuality is definitely of the variety where typically when I'm interested in a woman, it's just largely a friendship and sexual connection. Mm. There haven't been many women in my life that I could imagine having a long-term relationship with, but there have been a couple. Interesting. So, uh, women... I wonder if I wonder if because a lot of the times and we touched on it in another episode where um, one person in a casual relationship wants more, mm-hmm. and the other person doesn't. There's usually that one person that wants more. I wonder if that happens in these bisexual types of experiences where, you know, maybe you're they're going, you know, this is I just love this friendship and 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 uh, sexual thing, and the other person was like. Yeah, but could we like properly date? Like, why don't, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's possible. I wonder if that is typical. Hmm. I wish we knew the answer to that, but we don't. What we have this week are <laughs> questions, and we have questions every week. People send them to I do and I don't show at gmail.com or facebook.com slash I do and I don't show and Instagram with the same tag. And they ask us these questions. Kat gets them, they're always anonymous. And well, they people remain anonymous because Kat won't tell me who they are. <laughs> and she brings these questions to me, and she says, "Joel, Joel, I've looked at this. I thought this is impossible to answer. I could never figure out an answer. <laughs> what can we tell these people to help them?" And I go, "Isn't it obvious? This thing." And she's like, "You're right. It was obvious the whole time. You're so wise." <laughs> yeah. I'm so relieved to have you on this show. What's a wonder to me is that I don't do this every single day of my life with all of my own personal questions. Yeah, like you're not just constantly texting me going, now this is happening. What do I do? You know? Yeah. That is a that is confusing. Isn't it? Well, Kat, should we give these uh, our listeners a taste of, of how this goes? What's the first question? Yeah, let's tackle question number one. I've just started seeing a guy who told me he really enjoyed going down on me because I basically tasted like nothing, and he doesn't always enjoy performing oral. Is this a huge red flag, or can he learn to love eating pussy? How how have you ever... How how does nothing taste? How could you taste nothing? What does does nothing taste like? It's... (laughs) Yeah, I, I didn't even know how to... But wait a second. How does it? How is this that he doesn't always like going down on people because he doesn't obviously like their bouquet the way they yeah, and yet she's saying how can I make it? Well, he does enjoy your vagina, so isn't that problem solved? It isn't problem solved because your vagina doesn't taste the same way all twenty eight mm, days of your period. Pre period, we're having a little bit more potency, aren't we, Kat? It depends. Like, there's so many variables. Like, have you been eating too much sugar? You get that bacteria vaginosis and it's a whole other ball of wax. Yeah. And like, you know, when you're ovulating, it tastes different. The consistency is different. Premenstrual, postmenstrual, like your cycle is very... Pop a yeast infection in there and we're having a whole other ballpark. Yeah. This guy's going to be traumatized by that. Yeah. So Um, vaginas are like dynamic How do you feel about uh, somebody going down on you during your time of the month? Hmm. That's a wry grin. Hmm. Um, <laughs> That's a cheeky smile. I've said this before, that there are certain tricks in my bag that I don't roll out for just anyone. Mm-hmm. So I think if I was in a relationship with someone who is into that, I would also probably be very into that. Interesting. Okay. So it's not everyone that gets to uh, ride the Red River, but no. <laughs> no. with their tongue. 
but uh, but some people, if they enjoy it. Go for it. So uh, the red flag here is... And this, can, wait, can we uh-huh. can we dial this back to this like menstruation, oral sex situation? Because I'm trying to think of like why that would be appealing. And it's exactly this situation. Like as a woman, I have struggled against this narrative that I've been subjected to forever that something's wrong with my pussy. Like, anti-pussy. It's, it's like really shitty anti-pussy bullshit that like it's not the right smell. It's not the right taste. It's not creating the right fluids like all this fucking shit that if someone was just like oh you're bleeding i want to eat you i'd be like bam because that's like the ultimate acceptance of pussiness Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. i i think that's why i would entertain it because i would just feel so accepted accepted Mm -hmm. i think there was something about like somebody swallowing cum that goes along the same lines. Not that men have dealt with the same sort of, like, <laughs> you know, your pussy's disgusting stuff. And and by the way, I don't know. Like, I mean, obviously, you would. I don't know where you're hearing that. Who's telling you that? Like the, the media. media. Yeah. I just don't. I don't clean it. Tidy I guess it that's up, it from the advertising. Angle, hide your period from the world. Yeah. All this nonsense. Yeah. I. Uh, so, like, obviously you know men aren't told your cum is disgusting but i think that there is just maybe it's something that comes out of you and it is i mean it is objectively somewhat strange mm-hmm. it is like, if you, like i what? guess it's strange it's it, not it, actually though it like, isn't but it is like it's just like our whole human experience if you step back for a second is like that's weird well I, and this is this is where i get fucking riled up when people start to like get into the sex negative space where like your child can know the names of all of their digestive organs, but they have a pet name for their genitals mm. because you can't fucking handle it. Right. It's all the same shit. Like, yeah. why are certain... Like, why can we talk about shit at the dinner table and, like, how constipated is grandma? But the second, like, someone has a, a notion that I've got my period, they're losing their marbles. Like, right. it's it's yeah. outrageous and yeah. it's... That's the repression, right? I just won't stand for it anymore. <laughs> so when I see this guy's flag of i don't usually enjoy performing oral that for me would be like well well that and and so so that is crazy that like i don't usually enjoy like i i can't get really get my head around that entirely like i don't really i just don't like sometimes i feel like it's like i love the the way you could say it, it like I love going down, like I love feeling a vagina in my mouth, but sometimes <laughs> they're a little bit off-putting in their scent. Or I don't know mm-hmm. if that's the what, what his experience has been. Um, no, it sounded like a bit of shock and awe here. You taste like nothing. Like, well, a that's not possible, and b I don't know. So, like, I think if you are with your partner and you notice that something is off in their scent or their flavor, you should definitely communicate that. Because as you said, it could be like a bacterial situation mm-hmm. that needs to be corrected. And that happens. It happens to all of us. And it happens much more often than anyone is willing to talk about. Because again, we're shamed for having vaginas. Yeah. They're complicated beings. By the way, I, and I don't know if I, like vaginas certainly have a scent. Yeah, um, I happen to are, quite enjoy the yeah, scent is, of vagina. Is, yeah, I'm Back to offended. the bisexual conversation. Yeah. I love a good pussy, straight mm-hmm. up. Um, I don't know if my, uh, palate isn't refined enough, but I don't find that I really register much of a flavor. 
like a, yeah, me either. Like I, it's not like mm, like one time I remember, or like maybe a few times, but just a very sweet like I <laughs> couldn't get I couldn't get enough of this one. Like there there was just like a really. And I think it was like probably maybe she had been eating a lot of pineapple or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like there's certain things that can in- eat lots of pineapple. Certain things that can uh, in- influence the the flavor of the like, and it was like oh my goodness, but that was just like a very rare occasion. I guess maybe there can be like a subtle tanginess. Maybe like I'm sure there's a salty aspect. Maybe too, slightly that's metallic, like, depending on where she is in her cycle. Too. Okay, yeah, you might get a little bit of that that thing, but that but it's so subtle. Yeah, it's not like yeah, like gross. I'm sure I'm sure like cum is like I don't know I've never, but I'm sure it's a flavor that you can't deny. Like there's no actually cum is pretty flavorless as well. What then? What's the complaint, girls? Well, I think it's like mental as well like I think people are being conditioned to think like there's something degrading and dirty about swallowing cum but cum is I mean cum has more of like a textural experience because mm, viscous yeah and like can coat the roof of your mouth can I ask you oh right it's because it it wants to stick to things I've never experienced bad tasting cum like I'll just say that well let me ask you this though have you registered a better tasting cum than a not as again like it's very subjective slight variations in flavor I bless I used to have a partner who would apologize sometimes because they would be worried that they'd eaten too much garlic or something and I'd be like I really can't tell (laughs) it's not actually a thing oh bless yeah it was it was cute that they were concerned but like but have you you've never found that like some kind like you're like I love this this brew you know it's not the flavor it's the person that's and th- that's, I, that's where i was going was that's where i was be. going with this because like if i'm super attracted to someone and we have sex unexpectedly in the middle of the afternoon and they've gotten a bit sweaty and haven't had a chance to clean up i fucking love that like mm. i'm not grossed out by that at Sounds all gross but go on I, well I, I know some people are like oh i didn't get to clean i'm like no just like let me have it because if the attraction is strong and the chemistry is good it's like an aphrodisiac i think mm. And then, you know... You're really experiencing their humanity. Exactly. And, like, there are moments in which I want to feel like an animal with my partner. And Mm. if they smell like fucking zest or Irish spring, that moment is gone. Yeah. Except that they're just a clean animal. Go on. (laughs) (laughs) There's no such thing. And that's another thing, too. This is why I'm not into cologne. Like, I've been with dudes who, like, cologne their whole bodies. And it's, like, no, no, I can't. Mm. I would much rather just experience what they are like because yeah. i feel like it's a barrier to your attraction yeah those, those strong scents i don't care for them either and it seems like a a, a, a slight lie yeah like, like what are you like, hiding is this that's not really what you smell like but this is it too it's like we're conditioned to think that something's wrong with our inherent state and i'm not saying like never tend to your nether regions obviously mm-hmm. like hygiene is important you gotta rinse your pussy but do you think that a man who says, I don't usually like going down on women because of the flavor can be taught to experience pussy in a positive way? I would say that I don't usually, it, and that's because of the, first of all, was he good at it? The, did he, she didn't say. Yeah. So I can't imagine I that can't someone imagine. who doesn't like eating pussy is going to be good at eating pussy. Yeah. Straight up. Like, I feel like you got to like get in there and. The it, best oral sex I've ever received has always been from people who are unabashed in their appreciation of the pussy. Mm. And I've said this before on the show. If you are with a woman, tell her how much you enjoy her specifically. Like, 
if you like the way she looks, tell her. Get detailed. We cannot hear that shit enough. I've been with someone in the uh, ones who like. I just we were making out and like, you know, started playing with her vagina, and just realized like this was like it just felt like a really pretty like this was a pretty I got a glimpse of it very beautiful and I was just like I would just like to go down I don't we don't need to have sex or anything I just like to go down on you for a little while because I'd I'd love to just have some experience with this vagina for a bit you know that's that's someone that appreciates pussy yes this guy Mm. let's see (laughs) yeah okay (laughs) Like fucking by then I don't I'm usually done. like I don't... it, but uh, this is all right. And that honestly, like, if I was with this person, that's all I'd be thinking about. Like, do I smell yeah. okay right now? Do I taste okay right now? It, then yeah. there's like no chance I'm having an orgasm because I'm stuck in yeah. that headspace. And here's the thing, people: um, very few women can actually have an orgasm just by penetrative sex. Mm-hmm. So. 5%. I mean, hopefully, if he doesn't want to put his face in the pussy, he's at least not adverse to like playing with the clit. Because yeah, how are orgasms like, happening? What, yeah, that's this, this is the, so the the advice for her is like, how much do you care about somebody who really appreciates going down on? Yeah, something? how important is it to you? And if you're already asking, how do I make this guy appreciate my vagina? Move on. I guess there's another thing I can add to my list now, my screening list. <laughs> Are you employed? How many bong hits a day are you consuming? And how much do you love eating pussy? But you know what's so crazy? Is that like you get that and this girl gets that. But there are girls out there who aren't going to prioritize their pussy. I feel like there's a movement we need to start. There's girls out there that I would prioritize their pussy over them. Why do you think that is? I do not. I I would have. In, in an innocent way, just call it libido, maybe. Like, just they didn't. I think it's have shame. That. You think it all boils down to shame? Mm-hmm. I think it's the same kind of shit that I was talking about. I think if people unlocked the like power. If you, if you told a woman like that that you wanted to eat her pussy when she was on her period, she would probably die. Like, of the oh, yeah, the no. shame they, of she, even contemplating. Say, no, no, like, no, 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 no. Stay away from it. Stay away from it. Yeah. Which, I mean, you know, I get that. If I was going, if I had that kind of you know, a, a period type thing. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be like, yeah, stick your face in there, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's, either, like, I don't know if that's entirely, like, horrible. I feel like that, Well, I'm, I feel I, like there's a sliding scale of- There uh, are plenty of women who take that time to just, like, go into the proverbial cave and be like, I'm here with my menses and we don't need anybody else in this mm-hmm. situation. And then, like, again, the flow is completely subject to day-to-day change. Yeah. So, like, for some people, day one or day two is, like, carry, and you don't... Sometimes you say, I'm, <laughs> sometimes you say I'm, I'm, I'm pretty light, but a penis can really bring a lot of that blood out of there. It absolutely... Orgasms, <laughs> it's too. Like a, it's like a shovel. <laughs> Orgasms are, like, a surefire cure to menstrual cramps, but it also creates, like, an outrageous situation if yeah. you are squeamish in any way, shape, or form. I, so, feel, like, I feel like, like, sex on a period... Uh, should be relatively accepted, acceptable and accept like any any of it can be acceptable, but should be I feel like it shouldn't be people, taboo. Yeah, it shouldn't yeah. be taboo. And there are ways. However, too. going down on yeah, that's vagina, not for everyone. It's not for everyone. It's fine. That's yeah. not for everyone. I don't think I've ever been with someone who's been like I really want to do that. So 
there you go. And as Joel has said many times, I've done it all. But I wonder if, I wonder <laughs> if you, you've gone down on somebody on their period. No, no, I no. haven't. <laughs> but I wonder if there's a way, like, because, you know, if you're, uh, how many times have you been, like, fooling around with someone, and then you start having sex, and then all of a sudden there's blood there? Oh, yeah, it happens. Period started. I wonder if uh, there's even when you know you're on your period and you, you're you're clean, whatever, maybe even you have a tampon in or something, and the person goes down on you, they're not really getting a lot of the blood flowing. Wait, I actually have definitely had someone go down on me when I was on my period now that you said the tampon thing. I was like, oh, yes, that, that happened. Yeah, because it's still... Like, but there's, there's also these awesome, and I don't know if everyone knows about this, but they're silicone rings, and then they have like a little bag attached to them. So they're meant to catch your menstrual fluid, but you can insert them and they're soft enough that you can still have intercourse and it eliminates... You're fucking the bag. Yeah, you are kind of fucking the it's bag. It's the diva bag. You can, like f- diva you can, cup, you can feel sack. the bag for sure. Okay. Uh, they weren't a big hit in a previous relationship that I was in, but uh, <laughs> I guess that's what the shower is for if you're concerned about have mess. Have some showers or put a towel down and you, and know, you don't have to be watching crazy. what's going on down there if you are offended by it. <laughs> you can still enjoy. But, but yeah, I wonder if you... yeah. You can go down on someone with their period, but you don't have to necessarily get right into the... Yeah, it doesn't have to be full-on clown mask situation afterwards. <laughs> so anyway, break up with this Joel's guy, gagging. find someone nicer. Yeah, I don't know. I think this man has to educate himself about women's bodies a little bit more. And uh, yeah, decide how important having your pussy eaten is to you. Question number two? Yeah. <laughs> I hope it's not about number two. Oh, lordy. Okay. I guess this is more of a philosophical question. I like that. But how do the two of you believe that true intimacy is built? Oh, is it philosophical? How is true intimacy built? Mm-hmm. Mm, you go first, Kat. <laughs> Why? I feel like you'll just go, go, you have more to say about it. I, I mean, I guess I think it's going to be sort of different for each person, right? Like for me, I can't imagine creating intimacy with someone who I can't communicate with. Yeah. And not everyone is real big on talking. So like maybe two people who don't care too much to talk about things could create intimacy in some other way that I can't begin to fathom. There's this song, and I think I sang it for someone's wedding, which was... Uh, you say it best when you say nothing at all. Have you heard of this song? <laughs> yes. I, yeah. I, I, was, I was, okay, you know, these people obviously weren't real talkers. Mm-hmm. But I thought, uh, what a cop out. I like, mean, you say it best when you say nothing at all. That Talk. Yeah. You know, I'm with you where it's just like, communicate about things. How can you, how, how do you say it best when you say nothing at all? I have to believe that there are a lot of people in the world who would frankly prefer that. And I thought, these are a couple of vapid people who don't have a real relationship, who can't communicate. <laughs> yeah. But that, that being said, there is a there is an angle that I just thought of now, which isn't so much you don't... And I think the song is for those types of people. But there is also like, you say it best through action, mm-hmm. not through words. So there's, a, there's that benefit of like, hey, you know, it is... All the talking is wonderful. Yeah. But if the action doesn't back that up, you know, where you are... Sh- you are showing up on time or you are spending time together or you are, you know, 
helping, you know, with, in the kitchen or whatever, when you're making things, like you are listening to your partner and then you're delivering on the things that you say you're going to deliver on, whatever, I don't know. Yep, you're making an effort. You're making an effort and you can see that, that you don't have to say anything and that says it all. So, yeah. you know, there are people out there that you know they're the strong, silent type and I'm sure they do satisfy somebody who can appreciate that. Yeah, but hopefully then they're showing. That there's, there is a communication there. They're taking even if it's the not initiative to do words. things. You love the, like, talk to me with words. Yeah. You know, the, but oh, I need oh. more as I learned. Yeah. Like I've been with people who have been very excellent at talking and then have been profoundly disappointing in their actions. Mm-hmm. So I would, I would prefer a hybrid, I guess at this point, someone who is reliable, who I know is going to f- stand behind the words that they throw out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's important to have a shared level of interest in your physical connection too. I don't think I could build intimacy effectively with someone who didn't have the same kind of appreciation for sex that I do. You want them matching libidos, baby. Well, yeah. I mean, maybe not necessarily their sex drive because I'm starting to realize that that might be impossible. <laughs> but it's at least... Fuck like, me. Fuck me. I need to be fucked. <laughs> at least in there. And even, you know, Joel, this year has been something, this 2020 that we just came out of. Mm. Uh, even that, I think, for me has changed. Like, I would much prefer quality over quantity now. I'm so different. Oh, it's just you're growing every day. I'm, I'm a real... Um, I still like quantity. Um, but, <laughs> but you know, uh, I, I would say intimacy, like communication, of course, 100%. And these, these things we're saying, were, they are something. We can't not be somewhat generic. It's hard to um, get specific. Like, I need Nutella sandwiches. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but consistency... Yeah, consistency. If you lack consistency or your partner lacks consistency, how can you, buzzword, trust them? Mm -hmm. And therefore, how can you have intimacy with Mm -hmm. that person? You're always going to be going, I don't know, what now? We're, you know. Presence. Absolute, oh my goodness, absolute presence. And that was another relationship of mine that just, she wasn't present yeah, I wasn't I, feeling that. I've been through that too. And it's just like I never felt. So when it ended, I didn't even, it wasn't even a that hard of one. It, it sucked, <laughs> they were just it, not there. Two and a half years, I was just like, well, I don't even know what that was. Mm. And uh, that was because I need that presence. I wrote a song about it. Mm, uh, yeah. And I will play that for you now. That's a hard one, isn't it? Because, well, I love that personally. I feel like everyone would, but. Maybe we need a Joel musical interlude every once in a while. Um, When you feel like someone is just physically there, but they're so distracted most of the time, it's Mm -hmm. heart aching. Like, you're just like, why are you even bothering? I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, 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 you can't have, so communication, presence, consistency, which these things are going to, uh, help you with trust but trust comes through other things too Mm -hmm. like uh you know not lying (laughs) not being caught in a lie yeah being honest and transparent Um, and shared shared physical importance what are we calling that uh yeah we know it yeah uh but also and and then uh, the big word of course openness openness like and those are those are going to come through in the communication do you think someone can be too open 
Um, what would that look like? Me? No. <laughs> the only thing I think of when I hear of too open would be like, my shit was massive today, you know? <laughs> or like, oh, yes, I fucked him and I fucked him and I fucked him. Like, he's like, you don't need to tell. We don't need that. to. Everyone you've been with, you know? Um, so there, there are areas that you maybe don't want to say. But as far as like being open about your feelings and what's going on and, you know, those types of things, I don't think you can be too open. Mm. Um, it, it, I guess... You do need a partner that isn't going to get scared when you say, I'm angry yeah. at this thing. You know what I mean? Or isn't going to take it personally when you go, right now I'm feeling sad and I don't know what to do about it. Even, you know, and it, and I am feeling sad about us somehow or whatever, you mm-hmm. know. They're going to go, okay, let's, why? Let's try to work through. So you you can't be too open, but somebody can be, too closed off to that openness. Okay. So it's not you that has the problem. Thanks, Joel. <laughs> it's the best Next question. Therapy <laughs> ever. <clears throat> okay, there's our answer. And I like that we have the exact same answer, Joel. Mm-hmm. What do the two of you think about step-parents staying involved with their ex's kids after a divorce? I've known my stepkids for 10 years, and they're the only kids I have. I still want to be a part of their lives. They're 12 and 15, but their mother isn't helping to make that happen. So this is a this is the male party who wants to be involved in kids that are not his biological children, but he's known since they were two and five. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't want them to have that relationship. It doesn't seem to be happening. I, I feel like you got to... Respect the mother's wishes. Well, you have like zero legal recourse, unfortunately. However, um, the 15-year-old can choose. That, yeah. At this point, the 15-year-old can choose if she contact. or he wants a relationship with you. What saddens me about this is that like presuming there is no underlying issue of abuse. Well, see, that that's where I would. You're basically denying your children yet another awesome person to have in their yeah. lives to lean on. So that that's the big assumption there, Kat. I guess it's a big assumption. Because why does somebody, it, 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 it could be their own bitterness, I suppose. They're going to go, Maybe. he's not in my life. He's not going to be in your life. Yeah. He was a bad boyfriend, husband, whatever. Yeah. Um, that could be the case. But like, and I guess that. It happens can't ex- yeah, far more than probably you. probably fairly frequent. Because again, like we talk about these egos all the time, right? Yeah. And. I mean, I remember being in a space where I felt so hurt by the actions of my ex that I, if I had never saw them again, I would have been okay with that. Yeah. And I, there was no piece of my brain in that moment that was thinking of like, what does my child need? It was mm-hmm. purely selfish. It was purely my wounded ego. I moved through that, thank God, because the best interest of my child is to have as many loving people in his life as possible, right? Right. And at the end of the day, like, you have to be able to separate. Was your partner a shitty partner to you? And did they make some mistakes? Or are they a shitty parent? Because they're not always the same thing. Sometimes people are amazing parents, but not great partners. Right. So, yeah, I guess you do have to respect mom's wishes, but... um, But if you do have a way to keep connected, like if you were connected by social media... 
just keep in touch, I would say. Yeah. I would say like... Maybe you can't see each other. But make sure they know that you are there for them mm-hmm. because there will come a time when they are able to make their own decisions and that constancy and consistency and the effort that you've put in is going to be appreciated. Like send them gifts for their birthdays and Christmas. Yeah. And if the mother wants to be a gatekeeper and not allow that to come through, fine. You can't really control that, but you do have total control over your effort there. And if it's important enough for you to try to maintain that relationship, maintain it to the best of your ability without like breaking the law, I guess. If you're a if you're a wonderful wonderful person and have always been a good father figure, it's a real bummer. Yeah. And it's uh, super unfortunate. unfortunate. I personally don't feel like it's confusing for the kids to have yet another adult in their life that they can lean on. No, especially if like this is someone that's been familiar to them for 10 years that it might be someone like a confidant and someone that they really rely on. And they may have like uh, like step uncles and aunts and step grandparents who they were yeah. connected to and care about. Yeah. I just don't see why. Cut I don't it know. all off. Yeah. So like either something super extreme happened and that was conveniently left out of the question mm-hmm. or there's some real bitterness and maybe if it's a new breakup with time that will dissipate and shift. Because why, why, why does my ex not want me to hang out with the kids just because I'm addicted to meth? <laughs> <laughs> for example. Thanks for uh, adding that to the question, sir. It's because you're addicted to math. <laughs> yes, that's why. Yeah. Yeah, and in which case, like, I guess if you have made some really critically bad life choices that have impacted the stability of your family, you need to be accountable for that and you yeah. need to do whatever needs to be done to change or heal or fix that. Yeah, because if this is just mama bear and she's protecting her kids, then... I'm sorry. Yeah, we don't. We have nothing to say about. That. We have nothing. Yeah, but <laughs> but if this is like her being bitter and just like getting her back up because of the breakup or whatever, even if you were unfaithful or whatever, you know those types of things. But um, then, yeah, it's unfortunate, and those kids probably could use somebody positive in their life. But uh, as it is, just be careful. Don't. Uh, <laughs> Rock the boat too much. Don't don't push past any boundaries because yeah. again, you don't really have any legal le- rights to the children, and you have to be aware of that and conscious of that. Were you trying to get a candy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I need this candy <laughs> right now. That was episode. That was the third question, right? Yeah, that was the third question. So that's been our uh, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> can can wait for this thirty second outro. <laughs> Joel just witnessed my small compulsions. Just this one finger. I was like, what is she pointing at? But it's a, a slow getting of a wrapped candy. Which, how are you going to open it even if you do get it? <laughs> I didn't think it through. Open it right now on mic because we're doing this. Like, that's not, you would not have gotten away with that cat. And then it's going to, you know, click off your teeth. Hang on. <laughs> like, it's just insane. For you to think you could get away with that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been I Do and I Don't Show, the podcast where a cat acts like a child. <laughs> and I have to chastise her in front of all of you. I don't like to do it, cat. Please send your questions or comments on how cats should grow up and stop being such a <laughs> petulant kid. <laughs> On the podcast to I do and I don't show at gmail.com. Our website's I do and I don't dot show. And of course, I do and I don't show on Facebook and Instagram. And uh, share the podcast with all your friends. Cat <laughs> can't talk anymore because she. Because my mouth is full. 
No, but we also want your reviews and your ratings, Kay. Yeah, Kay. <laughs> <laughs> so gross. Um, and the last thing that I have to say uh, as a ending of this relationship, uh, no, I mean, uh, no. <laughs> it was one candy. I did it for you. To end this, uh, why would you, <laughs> how is sucking anything for, wait, how is sucking on a candy? Because I have like really stale coffee breath. Is that a lozenge? It's a ginger candy. I'm not getting that close to you, Kat. It's not going to make a difference. <laughs> but it's 2021. It's 2021. And uh, <laughs> thank you for joining us. And uh, all I have to say to you is uh, thank you for listening to 60 episodes of I Do and I Don't Show. 